Welcome to the Ag Update from Northern Country Co-op. I'm Brady. And I'm Chad. And today we are uh, visited by our Corteva rep, Delaney. Delaney, do you want to do a little introduction of yourself? Hey guys, yes, absolutely. Appreciate you having me on. Um, as Brady said, my name is Delaney Lensing. I am the Corteva rep uh, in North Central Iowa and then covering Northern Country here in sort of Southern Minnesota as well. Awesome, awesome. And before this, you kind of interned in the space and such... Took care of us some maternity exactly, leave. Exactly. Yep. Yes. Yep. So yep. You've been through yep. this already. Yeah. You've, you've been through a few different areas of Iowa. Yep. Like you said, Chad, the maternity leaves filled in for some gals while they were gone on the crop protection side um, and then went through training for a year with Corteva and then kind of just jumped into this role here back in June. So awesome. fresh start. Awesome. Well, to you and to everybody, we made it one year. Yeah. This is uh, our first episode of season two yeah. of the Ag Update. Yeah. Uh, iTunes has not kicked us off, so nope, that's, that's have, good. They have not. We, uh, we, uh, we just, I guess, have been good. Yep. Right? Yep. I guess. Yep. So, <laughs> yeah. We're good enough. Good, good, enough. good enough. Good enough. We right? definitely sound better than we did a year ago. Cause, oh, yeah. Uh, better equipment, better. We're uh, slowly but surely getting there. Yeah. We're getting there. We're getting there. Yep. Yep. Um. So we kind of did our little introduction here. Um, one year here now, like what's, you know, let's talk, uh, new with Corteva, you know, talk about maybe like the depth of the portfolio. I mean, yeah. Do you want to kind of, yeah, let's just kind of just dive right into that a little bit. I mean, I mean, what, what drives people to go to Corteva for, for their chemicals? Yeah. So when you talk about depth of portfolio, um, so we have, corn and bean herbicide options. Um, some decent players, names you're probably familiar with are Keystone LA NXT, um, Resicor on the corn side, Enlist on the soybean side. Um, that's a bigger one as you hear more and more about Enlist beans. Um, and then we also have the priest to go along with that. Uh, you think about stabilizers um, for your nitrogen. We have options there. So Instinct Next Gen or NSERV um, for your anhydrous side. And then we have fungicides, um, names you've definitely probably heard before. They've been around for a little while. So Approach and Approach Prima. And then insecticide market. And we are just getting into the biological market here, too. So uh, if you're going with Corteva, you have options for the full farm need um, for crop protection. Yeah. And there's I mean, there's a handful of companies that that can do all that, all that. And but, you know, one thing you got everything. I mean, there's a lot of them that have part of the portfolio. You know, they have good fungicides, but they don't have any pre's or any. they don't have that post option like on the enlist side or something. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, we've definitely got our challenges kind of for this coming year for 2022, just because of, uh, you know, some stuff's kind of in tight supply. Let's just kind of talk about that a little bit. Um, we're going to definitely see some products we maybe haven't seen in quite some time. <laughs> Absolutely. Kicking it back to some older products. So like our Realm Q, Accent Q, um, some of those products that have maybe been used years ago or used more as uh, rescue applications when needed in the later season or on conventional acres. Um, so yeah, seeing some of those come back and the reason for that, Chad, like you alluded to, um, just with our glyphosate and glufosinate shortage. So you look at how that affects. So for us, the Enlist soybean side, so that's our post application is the Enlist application. And you can either pair that with glyphosate or glufosinate. So you look at both of those that are going to be a little bit short. Um, so what are your second options there? And then you look on the corn side, if you decide to preserve your glyphosate for the beans, what options do you have on the corn side? So that's where we talk about some of these Q products. Um, so what those are for us is they're mainly group two sulfonylureas. Yep, your ALSs. Um, yes, yep. Um, so rimsulfiron and nicosulfiron specifically are the actives in those products. Um, and those are going to be the ones that are going to help us on our grasses. That's why we're seeing going back to some of these older products and using those in post applications on corn. Um, some of them also have the meso or callisto in them as well to help you on your broad leaves. So just again, it's, it's another option when maybe you don't have that glyphosate to go spray your corn with. This is something that, you know, you're in a pinch, you can go to this product as well. So, you know, you kind of talk about the depth of portfolio too. It's, it's, we're giving those secondary options, uh, maybe not your first pick, but it's something else that if you need to go take care of grasses, you have that option with those group twos. Yeah. And, and, you know, the thing is a lot of these products, we used to use a lot of, <laughs> a lot of accent, a lot of steadfast. I mean, 
and this is for a lot of people that are a little older than me. I, I my first internship here, working here, I, I ran a steadfast machine divvying out jugs of steadfast uh, for customers <laughs> in in the in the summertime. I yeah. mean, uh, that's it's crazy that we're going back it's, to those type of chemistries again. But you know, I mean, think about it. We've had Roundup corn probably for twenty plus years, right. almost at this point, maybe closer to twenty five. There really wasn't a need to kind of go back to that chemistry. Well, now with Roundup being kind of short, yep. I mean, you're seeing you're seeing a lot of that. More of a necessity to have that additional option. You know, and it's funny what you said there too. You know, I've been talking to some of my teammates about it. If we weren't in this glyphosate shortage, I probably would not be that familiar with those older products, the Accent, the Revulin, the Realm. Yep. Um, I wouldn't know anything about those. I've had to know a lot more about them this year though. Well, <laughs> I think that's the industry though too. I mean, there's, there's a lot of people in the industry that, even myself, I can consider myself a little bit of a Roundup baby at this point because most of my career spent with Roundup as your main option or yeah. one of your options for chemistry. And, you know, you got to go back to 20 plus years to you know, some of the, even the guys that did that probably don't remember. All well, I'll say that's all I know either. is Roundup. Yeah. <laughs> Use it on anything and everything. That's yep. that's what I know. Yep. So, yeah. So, so, I mean, there are some challenges with that, though, too, that we're going to have to maybe consider as well. I mean, with the ALS products, right? Absolutely. Um biggest thing on that side. So they're actually really low use rate products. So yep. you're just, you're getting a little bit of each of them. Um, but big thing on, yes, you do want to, like when you're applying it to corn, um, you don't want it to be like at that V1. You want to watch yourself a little bit, but we don't want to extend it out very far either. Um, so our, our labels read out that you can apply a little further. Cause like I said, they have been used as rescue applications or in conventional corn. Right. Uh, my biggest thing with those products is, and it just kind of goes to the whole thing this year. You know, what, what do you do when we're faced with these challenges? put your best foot forward. Um, so go out there when the weeds are small, especially on those grasses. If you're going to use those products for to kill grass, it, we need to be anywhere from that zero to two to three inch grasses. So, I mean, a timely application is going to be huge mm -hmm. again. So that just kind of builds into what do you do to face the challenges this year? Timely applications, plan a two pass program, you know, be, be prepared for things like that. You know, when something doesn't work, do you get out the old cultivator? I know you guys have joked about that. You might have to go buy the chainsaw to get it out of the trees, but you've got it. I mean, you might have to go get it. Exactly. We, we just have to be mixing all options this year. We found our other subscriber. There we go. <laughs> yes. Yep. Yes. Yes. We're down to like two now, right? Three. Yes. Three. No. <laughs> yep. So for those listeners, that's from the last one. Listen to the last podcast. Yep. Shameless plug right one right there. Yes. Yes. All right. It is good. Uh, you know, the other thing, you know, if I remember right too, you want to make sure we got the right adjuvants, right surfactants, the right temperature. Um, that seemed like that, like steadfast, if it was a little cool, we've got to definitely watch ourselves on that. So the big thing is just follow your label directions and, and kind of go, you know, learn as you go. I mean, like I said, I think most of the industry is kind of learning a lot of, yep. a lot yep. of information here the past <laughs> month and a half, two months I, on the adjuvant packages we got to do with these products. Yep. And I think I will still be learning a lot this spring as we get into spring <laughs> season. So yes, me too. Yep. Welcome, well, welcome to well, the new I, stuff. I would even, but even me, even myself, me three, I mean, you know, I, I think that's, I'm not saying Roundup made things easy, but it did. I mean, we we definitely got a few things we got to add to the yep. for for higher rates for COC or NIS or you know we just got to make sure we're following those labeled recommendations and we can still have good success. Absolutely. Well, and what you I mean with the adjuvant surfactant package you're asking about, you know, too, and I know you guys talked about this last week, so I'm going to repeat Tyler what he said. A lot of it depends on the weather, what we get into, you know, uh, depending on when we are spraying springtime. Um, you know, you look at last year it was a little bit cooler. We had the frost late. We don't want to stress them out right away. So maybe we're not going to do as hot of an application. Um, so all things considered, it's probably going to depend once we get closer to season. So is, are you guys going to like, buy like a 5,000 koozies like you guys used to have back in the day. They used to, uh, back in the accent days, they all had all these koozies out there that they'd hand out pop can height is you know for the corn is the time oh, to be the, going when you gotta get out the, there and, and have the, the weeds yeah nice yeah. A, that i guess that, that was beyond my time frame so i didn't <laughs> yeah, know about you might, that but. you might have to talk to some of your some of yep. your superiors they, they might you know especially if they were on the dupont side of things back in the day 
they had, you know, a coo- you know, this is the height that you got to spray this, okay. this corn by or get start, you know, popcorn height, get going. <laughs> we need, we need a tall boy or 12 ouncer though. Uh, I think it was just 12 okay. ouncers at that we'll point. We'll try and get them out there earlier the better, right? <laughs> yes. So, <okay>. yes. <laughs> <laughs> Might have to look into that. Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk to your boss about yeah. that. He might, he maybe even has one on his yep. desk for all I know. <laughs> I'll get you another listen. I'll make them listen to it. Yeah, so they can there, there you go. There you go. <laughs> so now that we talked about our, our our short doom and gloom session right let's talk about the good stuff right the good the new stuff can you want to go into that a little bit delaney and the new stuff that absolutely we got coming down we got some exciting stuff coming through so yeah we touched on some of the older products um some of the maybe more stable name products that you've known more recently the resicor the keystone and list products like that sonic um when we come to new products so the first one i'll touch on is resicor xl um so that'll be our pre or post corn application. So there's currently Resicor out there. What is going to be different about Resicor XL is it's an encapsulated acetochlor to improve crop safety for applications. That'd um, be nice. That'd yes. be nice. Cause yep. I mean, you can, I mean, it's a great product, but that is one thing, especially hot weather or dry weather, you do get a little bit of a flash at times. And we yes. talked about this a little bit last night, just about a little bit of dinging on the, on the stuff. Um, yeah. When we were talking about programs. Yes. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, we've, I mean, had field trials and looking at it, not that Resicor causes a large crop response, but like you said, some of those hot days, more stress days, it's we can only see that. a day or two of burn and then you kind of forget about yep. it. And so, and that's what they did in these trials was found those hot days compared Resicor versus Resicor XL. And it's a pretty decent difference in terms of you aren't seeing any of that burning off the leaf tips on those corn. Um, so actually Resicor is kind of threefold. So the encapsulated acetochlor for crop safety. Also looking to expand to spray on taller corn to give you increased flexibility um, than what we currently have. So hopefully a little bit later throughout the season and then better mixing capability. That's also a bigger one for anybody that's going to use Resicor XL with their pre-herbicide with their liquid fertilizer. Yeah, um, especially with thiosol. Yes. Yep. So big one. So between the ATS or yep, you're like your sulfur products, um, mm-hmm. much better mixing capability that it'll have. I think when they came out with Resicor, I mean, we obviously looked at it as it'd be a very strong pre-emerge, but I think as time has went on, I think it's almost turned into, I would. it's my gold standard when it comes to my early post option. Because I mean, you, you're what the products you got in there with the, the Surpass and the Stinger and the Callisto, throw a little bit of Roundup out there and a little atrazine, you got a heck of a heck of a mix and a heck of a good program. Yeah, absolutely. Especially, I mean, just naming those three actives right there, especially on the broadleaf side. So especially the ones that we're going to see emerge a little bit later, um, kind of that same time frame shortly after the corn. So ideally when we want to be out there spraying, yeah, those, I mean, the three actives are perfect for a situation like that. Yeah. Um, we do still see it used on some of those pre-applications. Again, this Resicor XL is going to give you better mixing capability if you are doing, mm-hmm. um, say, like a 32% and ATS out there, 50-50 mix you can throw this herbicide in there with it as well. Give you that flexibility option. So does it look to replace your start or in addition to? I would say this would probably, I mean, this is going to replace the old Resicor. I mean, yeah, well, yeah and that's, that's no but, doubt. But, but even the sure start, I mean, that hasn't disappeared. No, it hasn't. Nope. There's, I mean, still find some uses for that. So you have your Python in there um, mm-hmm. versus your Callisto. So yeah, just some different uses. We'll not, it'll replace the Resicor that's there right now. Yeah. Not the sure start. We'll still see that around. Yeah, because even Resicor really never re- really replaced the sure start no. acres. I mean, those are still there. Yes. Yep. Absolutely. So. Yeah. So that's, so on the corn side, um, that's our new product that we'll have for this next year coming this next year. Um, and then Kyber. So if we jump to the soybean side, that one's been there, maybe some people have used it, but what it is, so it's our three mode of action pre herbicide. Um, so kind of your premium herbicide on the front, what it is. So it is, uh, Zidua, Metribuzin and Valor. Um, so between those three herbicides or three modes of actions, excuse me, you're going to get really good control on your water hemp. So that's our pre. Yeah. So you're, you're talking Sencor or the Metribucin. Yes. Uh, you're talking, so that's a group five. You're talking about group 14 uh, with the Valor in there. And then uh, your group 15 with the Zidua. Zidua. And uh, 
That's about as good as you can get. Yeah. Yep. And so looking at, you know, a six week residual there. So just truly a powerful pre um, on the front side, you know, especially again, we talk about some of these best practices that we're going to have to have. It's going out there with a strong pre this year, um, you know, making sure that everything's going to get there. And, you know, you talk about different water solub- solubility. That's kind of the nice thing is we have all three. So Sencor maybe takes a little bit less where your residual is going to take a little bit more. Well, um, yeah, a little bit more. It might be a lot, a lot more. more. Yeah. So, <laughs> so in that range too, you know, you get a little bit of rain, you're going to start activating some of those modes of action where then you get a little more, you're going to activate the rest. So kind of in my mind, I see that as a positive um, in terms of, you know, if we are looking at a little bit drier of a year, it again, gives us that opportunity with a good pre on the front side. Well, and it also gives you some other options too. I mean, we've had surveil in the past, I mean, which is, um, you know, got some metribucin in there with with the uh, Sonic, right? Or that's... So, I mean, you got a few different mixes there. So, you you, you know, if we're, when it comes to weed spectrum, you know, more water hemp, more ragweed, you can kind of choose, pick and choose what, what, what's your problem weed. And then you, you've got some options in house. I mean, versus yep. just having one option across every acre. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Cause yeah, you're probably going to maybe look to our Sonic a little more. So that's your dual mode of action pre mm-hmm. where again, the Skyber, if you're facing water hemp, that's going to be my recommendation yep. where if water hemp maybe isn't as big of an issue for you that you're concerned, I Sonic is still a good product out oh, there. It's, it's very yep. good. It's yep. very so good. I mean, not, that's probably our most popular pre-emerge. I would have, I would say at this point. Yep, absolutely. Um, use rate on that. What I mean, what is it? Is it comparable to? So what? Zidua, Zidua is what four? Yeah, something like that's that. Around four. I mean, what is the use rate on? Kyber's use rate is going to be a pint per acre. Okay, pint per acre. Yep. So, so how much Zidua, like active Zidua, is that in there? Oh, I'm asking a lot um, of questions. They probably shouldn't nope. be asking. So, Zidua, in terms of ounces, you would get 2.46 okay. food ounces. Okay. Okay. Yep. Okay. Well, you're good then. Yeah, that's yeah, that's right in line with you know. Yep. Other options. A strong, a strong, strong Zidua rate is that. I mean, four, right? But yeah. Then four would be the strong. Yeah, that's. Yep. Yeah, you better be. Uh, so two, better, yeah, but, two would be. You're right. You know. Yeah, two, two would be kind of your standard. I'm, I'm doing this hand motion like everyone can see it, but <laughs> yes. I can't. It's it's the level. Um, yeah, it's good, better, level. best. There you go. Yeah, that's the hand motion I'm getting. Yeah, yep. <laughs> yeah, but two and a half. I mean, that's that's a strong rate for pre-emerge. I mean, that's probably right in line with what we need to have to have good con- good long-term control with that yep. product as well. Yeah. So. Yeah. So one there, um, again, that's so on the soybean side there for us. Um, next, I'm going to jump into insecticide. So Ridgeback is going <laughs> to be our new insecticide. Um, what that one is, is transform plus bifenthrin. Um, so what you're going to get there to me, that's more of a soybean targeted product um, because of the transform in there. What it's going to do is going to kill aphids and it's going to kill aphids for a long time. So what the transform is going to do. Okay, so let's maybe back up on the yep. transform because I mean we haven't used a lot of that okay. in the past, but as I in mean, like the robots in disguise or no, <laughs> oh, not quite. <laughs> Just checking. Well, 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 let's go reason why we haven't because of uh, the product we've been using the most of has been cobalt. Yep. And uh, let's talk about why we can't be using that. Yep. So you look at what the um, EPA has said about clopyrifos. Yep. Um, so they're putting the ban on clopyrifos. So I believe that's February timeframe. Somewhere in there. Yeah, yes. Yep. That kind of takes it away there. So those were previously our options was clopyrifos. Which was a great option. Yes. Yep. Uh, great products. Just will not be able to use anymore. We don't even manufacture them anymore, actually, mm-hmm. the clopyrifos. So taking that away, this is kind of our, you know, just getting back started on that next insecticide of what we're going to have. Um, so Transform was a product that we did have around, um, came from our older days from one of the heritage yep. uh, companies. Yeah, it was one of the Dalk products. Yeah. Yep. Um, so again, just kind of a making it a dual mode of action formulation for that um, to kind of revive the product there a little bit, adding that bifenthrin in there to give you a broader spectrum knockdown on the soybeans. But yeah, that's why we see Ridgeback and why I'm mentioning that is because like you said, without the clopyrifos, um, we need different options out there. Well, the transform is interesting because it's, it actually, the way it kills is a little, or the way it attacks the plant is, or the plant, the bug is actually a little different than what we see normally because it actually gets inside the plant and then the p- bug actually sucks the juices out and that's how it dies. It actually is very safe for beneficial insects that maybe land on, on the bean plants later on, like bees, for example, that kind of helps be it make a, a very bee safe product. 
And I think that's kind of where, where we're running into a little bit on the computer FOSS as well as some of these environmental issues yep. that we're seeing with it as well. Yep. So, because that's also in Bifenthrin, I mean, that's out, that's been around forever. That's your, you know, capture tundra type, type chemistries. Mm-hmm. And I mean, decent knockdown, decent residual, but you're getting your residual from that transform. Yes. Yep. Absolutely. So again, yeah, kind of like you said, those piercing sucking insects is yep. how that transform is going to kill them um, from when they suck it out of that plant. So yeah, aphids is a big target there. And then also spider mites. Yep. Um, so that's another big one that the transform is going to help on. We have some different use rates with the Ridgeback. So if you're targeting like the spider mites, that's going to be, you're going to be using our higher use rate where if you're, you know, say just going after aphids out there, that's your issue that you're facing. That's going to be our middle of the road use rate. So mm-hmm. So it's not going to do anything to like Japanese beetles or bean bean leaf beetles or anything like that. With, I mean, other than the bifenthrin. The, that's all. Yep. The bif- Yeah. Transform is strictly going to be for, to me, it's, it's that aphid, it's that spider mite product. Okay. The bifenthrin is going to be what's going to take the remainder of any of those insects out there. Okay. Yep. Okay. Okay. Anything else in the pipeline? I'll, I'll keep going here as long oh. as you don't stop me. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Keep going. Hit um, us. Hit us. So next one is our biological. So we just made our entrance into the biological market. Our product is called Utricia N. Uh, so what it is, is it's a foliar applied product. So anywhere between V4 and V8 on corn or soybeans. What the bacteria that's in this biological does is it colonizes itself within the plant to pull an atmospheric N. Oh, okay. Um, Yeah. So it moves throughout the plant. Um, So that's why it's a V4 to V8 foliar applied product because it has to colonize itself within those leaves to be able to pull in the atmospheric end. Do you guys see that? It went right over my head. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. So how does that work? I mean, how does, I mean, how does it colonize and just takes... I mean, just gets close to the leaf surface or how, I mean, from my current knowledge, it permeates itself within the plant. Okay. Um, so it actually gets, I don't quote me, but intervenal. Okay. I'm um, not actually in the vein, but in between the, close veins. To the veins. Yes. Yep. And okay. kind of moves in there. Huh. Um, and helps the plant. So, you know, just as something where maybe you're looking for that extra yield bump or you think, hey, we're getting in season here, especially in a year like this where fertilizer's a little more expensive. Maybe you didn't put quite as much. You're looking for an additional option to go out there with, mm. um, you know, something to try your hand at. So, I mean, what what does that do for you? I mean, what do you get for, and I, I assume this go, you're going to go out with your early post program? Yes. Right? Yep. Or, yep. So that can gonna, be an option. Or, yep. Or you can uh, spray it by itself as well. Okay. Um, we've seen quite a bit of that. So again, it's just kind of been this last year we had the product, had a lot of trials out of the product, um, trying it with just water and then also trying it with some herbicide. So some of your early post mixes as well. Um, so still collecting some data on that information. Um, but I would say average yield increase we've seen so far because of the additional nitrogen is probably anywhere from four to 11. I know that's a wide range. I'd say we're averaging in that four to seven range for a yield bump. So are you guys, when you're doing the test, are you doing like tissue sampling with that to confirm that you're seeing higher concentrations of nitrogen in the plants or uh, I mean, I have not done any nope tissue okay. samples. It's been all side by side so okay. far. Okay. So yep. Same hybrids as about as even as ground as you can get um, okay. those type of side by sides that we've done. So we talking like 60 bush or 60 pounds less nitrogen or so that, that, that is- <laughs> that's, that's okay. That's where I was headed. That's where I was headed. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I mean, is, is, yep. I mean, what, what kind of number are we because talking? That's, yeah. that's what it's going to come down to us. So you tell a guy that it's a certain, whatever they're going to, cut back they're all either yeah yeah, right right they're gonna cut back or (laughs) or not add to it not yeah yep yep yeah so great question i thought you might ask that there's maybe a couple different ways to answer this i'm gonna go with what my preference would be or what my recommendation is going to be just as it is a newer product um still have some to learn about it Mm -hmm. it is not a nitrogen replacement it's a nitrogen efficiency product yes so I'm not going to sit here and tell you to pull back 60 units. By no means will I say that. You're, yeah. Um, there's another it, company that does that. Yeah. yeah, that's, yeah. So <laughs> it's not, it's not go out there with uh 40 pounds less, 40 pounds less because you're going to get it from, uh, from the this, atmosphere. This, uh, I forgot the name already. Uh, we're not going to mention that. Yeah. No, no. Your, <laughs> Utrisha N. Utrisha N. Yep. Ulysses is like the first thing that comes to me. I don't know why I think Ulysses. of that. Yeah. I don't know. Utrisha. There it is. <laughs> it's a you. It's a you thing. Okay. Well, everybody thinks we call it Trisha N. So they're like, who are we taught? Like what name is okay, that? I don't like yep. that. 
I can get behind that. Trisha Ann. Trisha Ann. Everybody's going to be like, who are you talking about? Yeah, <laughs> like, she's not here. Yeah, yeah there's no Trisha Ann that works here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, in terms of that, my, my recommendation is not going to be pull back your nitrogen applications that you're currently making. Mm. Stick, stick to your typical practices. To me, it's more of, okay, we're out here. We're maybe looking for an additional yield bump or. It's going to keep it there. Yes. And, you know, a lot more with any of this technology we have where you can see where you're sitting on your nitrogen, where you're going to end at the end of the season. Say you've done your, you know, two or two to three passes, however you manage mm-hmm. your nitrogen applications. And you think, OK, I, I need some extra help here. I want a little additional bump on my nitrogen. Looks like I might come up short. That's where, again, maybe this product fits as you go out and apply it with that post application. So you're talking in that four V4, V6 range. So early, you know, so your normal post-pass range. So nothing later than that, or, I mean, probably going to be past it at that, or so it wouldn't be something you could throw in with the, like the fungicide application. Correct. It's going to be on that earlier application. Yep. That'd be four to V8. So yeah, you go out there with something like a, your glyphosate, your Resicor, and then uh, Trisha here. Trisha. um, (laughs) Take her with. And take 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 Trisha with on the... Stop. <laughs> that's why yeah. <laughs> see that's why i had to bring it up <laughs> oh, God. yeah no so um yeah you you bring it out on the the whole whatever but it goes in with your program and yep it's not like it's an additional pass while well, you can but you should be fine going out with a and it's going to be a hot a, mix like that. And it's going to be available for this year. Or is there going to be some trial product for something like that? There, there will be available availability this year. Okay. Yep. So most of our trials we did last year. Um, you guys know how it is collecting data. Yeah. So, so still working out some of that yeah. <laughs> to get some it's information. Easy. That's back. what I was told. Oh yeah, yeah. I, it's, it's simple. I yep. always thought it was hunky dory um, when I was interning. And yeah. That's, not necessarily how it turned out. You just out. see the upfront stuff. <laughs> should, think, yep. I, all of yep. us have done enough uh, research where you, you're you're there up front. Ah, it's yep. fine. Mm-hmm. And you then let someone else collect it when you get back to school. And let someone else, yeah, when you get collected <laughs> yep. and then you get back, you're like, well, we can't use all of this because of this. Yep. We should so, get a little bit and just put it in a backpack sprayer and just walk out in the plot and like write something out there. Don't put any red dye or get it on the shoe <laughs> right. or anything like that. Right. Tyler, Tyler, if you're listening, Tyler. Right. <laughs> right. But yeah, so it, it, it is I a dry how product. Vi- how visual, I mean, do you see a big visual with it or is it just? So again, just from the limited trials that we've done where we've seen the difference is probably, so say you have Utrisha N on the left side that you tried it with, you did not on the right side. Yep. If that right side came up short on nitrogen, that's where it becomes visible okay. because we do help maybe less firing up from the bottom. Um, so, you know, as you get into later, some of those pictures have shown up. I'm not going to say you're going to see a big difference around, you know, V10 that early. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't think you'll really see the visual It'll largely. It'll be like in November or uh, August or September. Right. Yeah. You're not going to see yep. it right away. Yep. Yeah. I'll be kind of yep. interesting to see, see how this looks. I mean. To be a good, maybe a good trail for the test plot or something. Bingo. Absolutely. Bingo. And I know, so you guys are a little bit in cattle country here too, as we kind of creep up mm, into Minnesota, maybe some of. more alfalfa fields. Yeah. Um, I didn't have any trials of that, but it is also labeled for alfalfa. I so got yeah, something about, else we'll have to rye? consider. <laughs> it's, it says. Actually, I got a guy that we we do spray a little nitrogen on rye with uh with a plant growth regulator. Okay. And he's Oats. been do- he's been doing that for years. He Oats loves too. it. Yeah. Well, we did, we did actually, we did, I had to figure out uh tissue sampling for it the first year we did it and it was substantially better for protein content and okay. stuff. So maybe we'll have something we'll have to try our hand at this year yeah. with it. Yeah. Or, or like you said, alfalfa with the fungicide or the insecticide after first cutting or something, maybe yeah. just right. get it out of the ground a little faster. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Cool. That's interesting. It's It's good news. Yeah. Nice to good nice thing, good thing you came, Chad. Yeah, you got some learned good news something. Today. I, I learned some new stuff. <laughs> I learned yep. some new stuff. So that's a that probably took up more time than anything. But yeah, ah. that's kind of our list of new products. So some of those have been out. Some of those will be coming out. And well, everybody just wants to hear about the, the new stuff. I mean, the, the new flashy. stuff, flashy. Yeah, stuff. We, we don't want to. We don't want to see what we're having to deal with right now. I mean, <laughs> yeah. this, take your mind off of stuff. It really did take my mind yeah. off of it. I, yeah, it was nice. So yeah. let's nice. get let's get back to reality okay. then. Yep. So yep. let's go. <laughs> What about our best management practices for uh, for this coming year? What what's your recommendation? So again, plan a two pass program. Um, just another big thing. Uh, 
make your plan right now. Make sure that you have your plan in place for this year, just as we look at different um, supply issues. Um, well, lock, your, lock your stuff in, right? Yep, I absolutely. Mean, make sure yep. it's locked in. Get to Northern Country. Make sure you know you guys have the product and yep. that they're going to mm-hmm. buy it. So that's mm-hmm. that's one of the biggest things right now, yep. I would say. Yep. Um, that's the start of the best management practice. Second, <laughs> <laughs> plan the two-pass program. I know I've said that many times, but it really is, you know, for the ones that, you know, say previously they've gotten away with the one-pass, it's it's not the year that I would necessarily want to keep trying that. Um, I would want to go for the two-pass program again this year. Yeah, it just depends on the operator. I mean, some guys have made a good go at it, but they're also making sure they're out there early and get it covered and keep the weeds down to a minimum. I mean, that's that's the game right there. You hit my next point, timely applications. That's what it's all about. We talked about the koozies that we might have to get made up. Pop can. Yes. Yep. Making sure we were out there early when the weeds are small, um, actively growing. That was another huge part that we saw come into play this last year yep. with the hotter weather is the weeds were hardened off and maybe not necessarily actively growing at the times when we were spraying. So again, as we get into season, watch the weather, um, you know, contact you guys when it comes to those adjuvant questions, recommendations, um, depending on the weather again. So as we get there, um, in terms of actual products. So if you want to get into like the corn and soybean recommendations, yeah. uh, so we'll start with the corn side in terms of a pre. So Keystone LA NXT is one of our pre products. Um, that's a C atrazine for us. Um, so just, it's going to give you a good start, um, a good early start out there. It's good value. I mean, for what it is. Yes. Think about what, how much the atrazine and how much the surpass costs. I mean, it's it's a pretty cheap program. Yep. You're getting your atrazine. Mm-hmm. So out of the deal, comparing to like a yep. surpass or something like yep. that. Yep. Um, so to me, Cornside, that's your best start. Um, typically, we like to follow it with a Resicor glyphosate application. Again, early application. I know glyphosate looks a little bit different this year. So if you don't have that option and you're maybe a little nervous about the grasses with the Resicor. That's where we talked about, I, I guess I'll, I'll say my secondary recommendation for our products is going to be going to those Q products, um, whether that's a Realm Q, Accent Q. So again, you're getting your ALS plus some of those, you do have Callisto in those for your broadleaves. Yep. So do you, you put your like Accent Q in replacement of your Roundup? I guess I'm asking this to both of you. Since- well, you could, I mean, it just, I guess my thing is, and I, and Brady, you can attest to this too. It seems like we're putting together a lot of conventional chemistry programs more than I've ever have ever. Yeah. Um, you know, the conversations, I think it just depends on the grower. Some growers are, um, you know, if they've done a good job with their weed control program, this is probably the year you could probably get by with something like that. And, you know, if you've kept woolly cup, the biggest thing is woolly cup grass around yep. here. If you can, if you don't have the woolly cup grass, yeah, good, good program. Just just go right to the Realm Q, XNQ, whatever. Um, if you got a little bit more of that, I would be a little leery for that. I'd maybe throw in, I'd, if you're going to do that, maybe throw in like 16, 18 ounces of, of some Roundup or something, at least a grass, good grass rate of something and and try to knock it back. Um, but I, I think most guys in the way the weeds, weed control's been the last few years, it's been decent. So, you know, maybe take a little bit of a step back a little bit this year because of supply issues, but I think we can make it, make it work. Absolutely. Yep. No, I would entirely agree with all of that. Um, because like you said, you can, Brady, to answer your question, yes, if you were still going to use Resicor, you surely could spike in, um, one of those group twos. So like your steadfast Q, um, is one of our products. So that's rim sulfuron and nico sulfuron. So both of the group twos are in there, something like that. You could spike in with Resicor. Absolutely. But I'm going to agree with Chad right here. You know, it's, if you've, if you've had good practices, you know, you can manage your weeds. Well, I think you can make it a standalone application. And then, like you said, if you know have a woolly cup, barnyard grass, different things like that, that's yeah. maybe where we're going to want some help from the glyphosate Correct. on those grasses. Well, yeah. and you can still do roundup with a little bit of realm Q and that'd be better than, yeah. Than nothing. Right. Absolutely. Uh, you know. Yep. So you're saying, maybe I was, you're saying cut a little rate on the roundup, maybe to conserve it and then throw the realm kill with it or? It just depends on the guy. I mean, if you got a guy that has a mess at times or he's had issues with woolly cup in some specific fields, I would maybe throw in a little bit of roundup in that situation. But if, if it's been managed well, I mean, you should be able to handle without the roundup. Yeah. Yep. If you're, again, if you're getting it at, I 
keep talking about timely applications. If you're getting it at that two to three inches, that group two should be able to help yes. take care of those woolly cup. Now, granted, we get up to that, you know, six to eight inches. That's where we're going to want the glyphosate to step in and help out. Especially, especially when woolly cup does tiller. I mean, that's one thing I do remember from back in the day is once the woolly cup starts kind of tillering out to the side secondary branching, that's when it's tough to kill with a, with yep. an ALS chemistry. You want it where you can almost barely tell which grass it is, Correct. basically. That's, I mean, one, that's when we want one, to be out there. One, maybe two blades of uh, uh, yeah. woolly cup grass out of the ground, and it'll take it. Yep. I mean, that's the thing with these weeds that small. I mean, it doesn't take much to kill them. It's just when they get bigger is when we have our problems. So, yeah. And and actually, the Steadfast Q, Realm Q versus you know 26 ounces of Roundup or 32 ounces of Roundup, probably cheaper or dang close to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that, was my, that was my other question without pulling my price card up. Yeah. Yep. Um, I guess now that we've kind of touched on corn, now do you want to hit, hit soybeans? Yeah. Where can I go with my Roundup here if I can't use it, don't want to use it? Left, right, up, down. I think he's, I think that's... He's, you want to use it. the. I think you're going to need to use it for the for okay. the beans. No, that's um, why, yep. and that's why I that's asked. part of the reason why I think some guys are deciding to do what they're doing is to try to. We got options on the corn side with you know with mesotrione, with dicamba with like steadfast some of those products like that. We got yep. options to kill broadleaves and and we got stuff to kill grasses that we don't talk about there, but soybeans. It's always been a challenge for weed control. I mean, we can. Kill grass with select with with clepidin. Yeah, we can do that. <laughs> I mean, there's a reason why we went around the beans. <laughs> you know, yeah. yeah. Um, so I, I, that's my thought is to try to conserve a little bit of it, try to save some for for the for the bean side of it. Absolutely, and I mean to that point as well. You know, on your post application, say if you do have enlist beans or you have extend beans you want that second mode of action in there. Mm -hmm. um, so not to just go out and make a straight, you know, enlist one. So that's our 24D choline, Colexd technology. So instead of leaving that out there by itself as relying on the old only mode of action, maybe like we've done with Roundup a few too many times, mm -hmm. we're, we, we need that Roundup in there to give that second mode of action to help that application and preserve the stewardship of the product. Yeah. And, and the other thing is making sure you got good residual in there as well, uh, included yep. Beyond that, I mean, you don't have a whole lot of residual with Roundup or 2,4-D. You're going to need to go out there with, uh, you know, some some dual or mes or some Zidua uh, dual ever pre-X, yep. something group, like that. Group 15. Yeah. And that's yeah. probably, again, you know, we've we've had these conversations as well. One of the bigger things on the soybean side, get a strong pre and plan a residual on the post pass. I know sometimes guys want to skip out on that. Think mm -hmm. they can skip out on that. Again, this is not the year I would be skipping on that post residual. Yep. That's something we need out there. Cause again, if we are spraying early, we're going to be a little bit further from canopy as well. Yes. Um, so we need something else to give us a little boost to get us to canopy and mm -hmm. get that closure. Yeah. I mean, there's, I mean, you've probably had it too, or you've had a few conversations with some conventional soybeans, haven't you, Brady? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's a conversation. Oof is right. Yeah. Uh, you sure you don't want to rethink that option is kind of yeah. where I start, but it's like, well, yeah. Cause okay. I, I think a lot of it, they, they look at like, well, I've been using like four ounces of fusillade the last handful of years and that kills my corn. Yeah. Well, it's double that. I mean, you're talking eight <laughs> ounce. Well, it's not as cheap. I'm like, yeah, I mean, you're actually trying to kill grass. <laughs> Corn's easy. I mean, you basically dump, you know, open a jug up and so let it sit overnight. It probably would, you know, evaporate across the field and probably and kill some it. around yep. it. Yep. You know, <laughs> and you know the next biggest thing, and I, you know, I know pricing is a whole number conversation. You know, as you just mentioned there a little bit, but the thing is, if we don't get it right the first time, what what do we have to go back with? Right. Uh, it, it not intended as a scare tactic, but just truthfully what you know what do we we have to if you don't have that option then we really do need to be taking care of these these weeds the first time and get out there and killing them yeah yeah and unfortunately it looks like our second options another shot of enlist that, this year yeah i mean if you don't some, have the or some pricey other product well and that's if you have any you know what the liberty if you're you talking. haven't yeah yep. yeah yep. depending on what you have for glyphosate or liberty so yeah and and that's kind of a bummer because i i think a lot of a lot of people would like to use some of that 
and that's the beauty of the, the enlist system is you you can use Roundup or Liberty, yep. whatever you want, you can use it. Um, it's just too bad there isn't any to be had <laughs> to go with it. <laughs> yep. Jeez, on, a, on a good year, you know, going out perfect. I I think uh, we'd be killing some stuff here with you know with the with the with the Liberty at a good price. Yes. And, uh, I think the Enlist One actually this year is a really good price yes. for what it is. Um, well, actually, I was thinking like the Liberty that was going to be my program this year. I was going to throw Liberty and you were going to hop on on board with the Rose Creek crew. Yeah, with the Liberty and Enlist One. <laughs> yeah, he's being yeah. followered. Well, now. <laughs> I, actually, I was going to save the Enlist One. I was going to go out there with the uh, with the residual oh, and Liberty. Oh, really? Yeah. That, well, but I mean, at home, I'm I'm I get canopy pretty early with the 15 inch rows. Yep. So yep. it's like, well, I'm just. And we've done, we've actually made, made a good go at it the last few years, just doing roundup that way. And, um, but you got to have the canopy, you got to hit it early. And I was looking at, it, it's just like, you know what, that Liberty, we did a little Liberty last year that kicked a butt. <laughs> you know? Oh yeah. And we had the weather for it. That, weather I mean, that was a huge it. thing with right. the Liberty. Right. And I was well. kind of looking at dollars and cents of it. It's like, okay, well you can do that. And then come back with enlist one and roundup later on a field by field. That wouldn't be that bad of a program. Yeah. And, you know, if you do go down that road, other just the thing I like to preface is, you know, if Liberty didn't catch some of those weeds, let's make sure we've got regrowth on them just because Liberty is a burner where our enlist is going to be systemic. So it needs mm-hmm. to move throughout the plan to get down to the roots to actually kill it. So we need a viable growing weed in order for that enlist to work. Right. Um, so that's just, that's just my only, I guess, call out on that. Yes, I think it's a program that's going to work, but let's make sure we have enough space in between there um, that we have regrowth on weeds that we're yep. able to kill them. Yep. So you know, let's kind of double back into some of the programs you guys offer. You guys ready? You ready for this? This sure. is next, like me and you, this is our favorite program. Actually, my favorite program sure. because Delaney's walked me through this. You got like a drum roll for it. How many it? times? There we go. <laughs> true choice. The yes. True choice. True choice yes. program. My just, favorite word. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, so let you explain that yes, one. I was going to say, we, we <laughs> have, might be too stark. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we so, have made right some ahead. renditions. So just, just hang on here a little bit. But um, so true choice, what that program is, uh, you know, program for your guys' customers that are purchasing Corteva products. Yep. Uh, so what it essentially is is a $5,000 minimum. So say, Chad, I'm I'm Delaney. I'm buying from you. I come in, yep. I want to purchase Corteva products. If I'm buying $5,000 worth of Corteva products. Which doesn't take long. <laughs> throw that in there. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, mean, I know, I know. No, but I yeah. mean, it doesn't yep. really, if, I yep. mean, if you think about it this way, you do your do your keystone, you come back with some Resicore or, or, or Realm, and then you, on your bean side, do a Sonic Enlist program. Yep. It does yep. not take that it's, much. Yeah, yeah right. And, you know, I don't even have the exact calculation in my head, but I think it's somewhere around like 430 some uh, acres of Enlist. Say if you were only purchasing Enlist 1 right. to get you to that dollar amount. Just the Enlist. Yes. That's not included. Yep. I mean, you'd throw the Sonic in there and it's half. I yep. mean, yep. a couple hundred acres actually qualifies yeah. for, yep. for a change. Yep. Yep. So that was a nice thing. So that's a, I mean, I guess a change from last year, that mm-hmm. minimum came down to hopefully allow more guys to get into the program. It definitely has. And utilize the savings. It definitely has. So that's, I'll, I'll start with that minimum of $5,000. Next, I'll say fund it by February 25th. So that's our true choice Corteva prepaid deadline mm-hmm. is February 25th to earn the savings, which yep. I'll get into here. So if you prepay before February 25th, you pay the $5,000 minimum. What you can get out of that is an additional five or 10% savings. So the 5% is going to come if you're credit. So if you do your financing through True Choice, you're going to earn an additional 5%. And then if you say write a check to True Choice and hand it here to Chad or Brady at Northern Country, that's where you can get the 10% on top of your payment. So say if you wrote, a, I wrote a $10,000 check to you guys today, I'm going to get an additional 10%. So mm-hmm. I'm going to have an additional $1,000 to spend. So even though I wrote the check for $10,000, I can buy $11,000 in Corteva crop protection mm-hmm. products. So on the financing, I, I haven't really used much of that. Um, what what are the terms for that? Uh, so is it prime, prime minus prime one? Prime minus one yep, okay. is our term for that. Okay. Yes. Yep. All right. In, in a lot of times, and I know everybody pays on different sides of the year, but to me, 
if, if I can write the check, I'm going to write the check and get that extra 5%, Yeah, you know, cause yeah. like you said, it doesn't take much to get to $10,000 oh, worth, no. you know? So no. when you start getting up there at your full prepay for crop protection, if you're going to go the whole Corteva kit and caboodle, I, I mean, those dollars really do start to add up. Mm-hmm. Um, well, so, especially on a year like this year where everything seems to be, um, a higher price because of a supply reasons or other, other reasons. Yeah. Right. Well, and you also have a company that's got a full, pretty full portfolio too. I yeah. mean, it's and not a, just and a good backing and a good backing. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yep. And so that's, that's the start of it. So the five or 10%, 5% credit, 10% cash. Mm-hmm. Next I'm going to go, we do have a Corteva seed offer. So <laughs> there's additional parts. Asterix. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. So if you are, I won't dive into the weeds on it. Um, this is, you know, we can have this conversation offline in another time, <laughs> but if you are a qualified pioneer or Bravant seed buyer, you can earn an additional 5% on top of mm-hmm. that 10% cash or 5% credit. So as a farmer customer, they could get up to 15% savings. Yeah. So that $10,000 check I wrote, I now have $11,500 to spend. Yep. An extra $1,500. Yep. Yep. So if you did your budget right, you might have money to spend on a biological or a uh, nitrogen management um, product. Trish. Well, yep. or, or some money on some trash. <laughs> or Instinct or Pennant Max or NSERV, something like that. Yes. Yep. Yep. So. Gives you that additional flexibility if you're going to go with, say, a Keystone Resicor or Sonic Enlist yep. program. Yep. You have that adopt option to dive into the rest of the portfolio and utilize it or the approach, approach yep. Prima. Yep. Um, you know, you decide you want to do a few more acres of fungicide this year. Yep. There's your money to go pay for that fungicide. Yep. Yep. Well, and I'll take, I mean, most guys will take anywhere from 90, 85 to 90% off. I mean, 10 to 15% maximum, you know, maximum discount. I mean, that's worth something. I'm a bargain shopper. I'm all for it. I'm all for it. So <laughs> I'm, I'm the one that still flips through the like fairway ads and, you know, looks for what the deals are that week. I'm, I'm only, <laughs> I'm, I'm young, but I'm old in that sense. So <laughs> I go through that, but yeah, absolutely. You know, well, if, you got to live on the budget. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Within my means. So that's, that's, I guess the general gist of our true choice program this year. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we've done, and it, it, this isn't a new program. I mean, nope. we've been using it probably the third or fourth year, for I'd sure. Say, yeah. I mean, there's been some changes here and there of, you know, last year we had the Corteva cash thing. That's kind of nice not having to deal with that this year. <laughs> I'll say <laughs> that. that. Yep. Um, <laughs> that just adds more more yeah. chaos to the situation. We, well, like you said, you know, it's been around three or four. We continually try to try and fine tune it for farmer's use and for your guys' use mm-hmm. um, just to make it that much, hopefully easier on you um, to make yeah. it a simpler program. It, you know, I, there's some times where maybe Brady and I, we maybe will cuss it out a little bit, but it's kind of nice to get it over with. I mean, <laughs> I've, I've said this about the program. It's like, yeah, it's a little more work at this time of year. Uh, we got time to get it right right yep. now versus like trying to get stuff figured out in August yep. <laughs> or yep. July or August <laughs> yeah. by a deadline. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yep. <laughs> we, we've got February and March yet here to yes. figure a few things out. So yep. we got some time before we get yep. into spring here. February is where you can take the hat off and start scratching and yeah. writing stuff down and get the calculator out. Yep. 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 Good time for that. Yep. Yeah. I, um, yeah, like I said, it, the biggest thing is just making sure my math's right. Because I did one this morning. I had to tell a guy I had to give me about another eight hundred bucks because I think I double dipped a little bit on. <laughs> oh, I've, I, I'm so cautious with that. I'll do it on the calculator she sent out, and then I'll do the actual math uh, long way, and then finally I'll go on and do it on the website. And put the transaction in and then save it as an incomplete transaction. That's just, what I should have done. Just to make sure that all three of the numbers that I got line up correctly. Oh, I like that. You were triple checking. I, I appreciate triple, that. Oh, like, it's it's, <laughs> well, it's nerve wracking because it's like, well, yeah, last thing you want to do is go ask a guy for more money. Yeah. Well, my, mine was, it was, uh, he, he sent, gave, gave a little bit of money into the system already. And so then I'm like, oh, that's $5,800. No, I should have said it was five thousand because I actually double dipped it on oh, my, on the savings. On my, yep. Yeah, so yep. so it's like <laughs> it can uh, happen. Yeah, it can happen. Yeah, it gets a little tough that way, but uh, we make it work. Uh, what what about um, what about resprays on on the on the bean program, the corn program? I mean, what, does Corteva have any offering on that? 
for yes. the coming yep. year? Yep. Um, so in terms of, so let's start on the soybean side in terms of respray. That's probably the one most people are yep. concerned about. <laughs> corn side is just whatever it is, it is. <laughs> yes. Yep. Uh, well, okay. We'll start with the corn side then. Probably not a big change from last year. Dollar amounts, I would not have those off the top of my head, but yes, mm-hmm. say you're running, you know, a two pass program. Um, we have support there. We yep. do. Um soybean side where that one maybe looks a little bit different from previous years. So enlist is our post application uh, for soybeans. For us this year, in order to have a respray, it has to have a Corteva pre on it. So whether that's a Sonic or a Kyber or an EverPreX, again, our group yep. 15 residual yep. there um, has to have one of those in order for us to have a respray yep. support this year. Yep. So that is a change. So yeah, glad you, glad you brought that up. So, you know, and again, to me, it's a, it's a push to say, we need to be using pre's this year. Yeah. You know, again, it's that two pass. We need to use pre's. We need to use a strong pre get out there early, put our best foot forward. Hopefully we don't have any resprays. That'd be awesome. But I know we have to talk about it. (laughs) I'm knocking on wood. You guys can't, (laughs) might not hear that, but I'm knocking on wood. I don't think that matters. It's beans. It always seems like we're respraying <laughs> yeah. something on them. That's, that's what knock, takes you to the 4th of say, July and beyond. You're knocking my beans there, Chad. Yep. Exactly. That's why I knock them. Good. <laughs> Good. Thank you. Yeah. So those those are just kind of, so I guess. beans are fun to grow until about August. <laughs> <laughs> then it's get out of the field now. Yes. Get out. Yep. 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 So. Yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> no, that's, that's, that's all right. That's kind of all I really had on that. So. Okay. okay. Awesome. Cool. Well, thank you, Delaney. I appreciate you coming out. I'm going to hit you with this outro. Um, Chad put a, in our notes here, Chad's got a little minion here, a gif playing in the background. <laughs> it's I've, a nice touch. I've kind of been looking at it um, when we've been talking, looking at notes. Anyway, let me hit you here with this outro. Uh, check us out on our social media, search us uh, at Facebook, uh, Northern Country Co-op or NCC Precision. Uh, we're also on Twitter. NCC underscore precision is our Twitter. Um, capital N C C. Uh, subscribe to us on YouTube. Chad is on YouTube and uh not lately. Uh, not I lately. probably should get not lately. Probably pretty, need to do something here that's pretty, pretty soon. It's pretty pretty uh um Oh, we got to the end uh, oh, of the year and we just, we, we did, did the videos. We did the, we did the end of the year video. Okay. Check yeah. us out on, um, we got our little end of the year video. Yep. And then we did a, like, a uh, tips and trick or a tip for, uh, 2022. Yep. Uh, Northern country cooperative on, uh, YouTube. I think also if you type Northern country co-op, I think it'll also come up, um, where you can listen to the podcast. Uh, you've made it this far. So congratulations. You found one of these many uh, listening platforms, but Spotify, Apple podcast, Amazon music, uh, Stitcher, pretty much anywhere you get your podcasts. Um, uh, as, as some of you may have already, uh, figured it out or have told us, we do have a new website and it is on the website, right along the ticker there, right, right on the, right on the front of the page, like the second thing you see. Yep. If you not, don't even go, have to scroll down. Exactly. No, it's exactly. Right on top. And, and if you can't find it there, if it goes away too quickly or whatever, hit the agronomy tab, it's right there in the agronomy tab. So thanks again, Delaney, for coming out. Um, and. Giving us a little uh, roundabout on the Corteva on the Corteva side of things. Thanks, guys. Yeah, Thanks, appreciate Elena. your time.